Okay. Okay. Hi, everybody. You're listening to Thanks We Hate It. I'm Mickey Adkins. And I'm Hannah Lehman. Thanks for coming to the pod, everybody. You're listening to episode 16. 16. Yay! Good for us. How are you doing, Hannah? I'm doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Do you want to briefly talk about, we will have made the announcement already since then, but Ooh, do you want to yes. briefly talk about going, um, cutting back on the pod just a little bit, hopefully yeah. temporarily? Yeah. Yeah. Ideally. But yeah, I think it's I guess an, not... important for our mental health, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to be moving the pod to every other week instead of weekly for a little while mm-hmm. because the editing... The, the workflow or workload rather um, is quite significant. So, and also bless you, Hannah, for doing the editing because yeah. I know that it is difficult. <laughs> Thank you. So. Well, Aaron did take over for a while, which I yeah. was very grateful for because um, that it was a few weeks break and then yeah. um, some extenuating circumstances happened, which yeah. was understandable. And I think, yeah, I think just realistically, like, okay, I'll be real honest with everybody. Like, it's very, like, we absolutely adore this podcast. Yes. We love doing it. We love sitting down with each other yeah. every week. Like, it's honestly usually me and Mackie's catch-up time, yeah. too. Like, like, we often chat. talk for 20 minutes before the pod. And, yeah. uh... Like, I love, like, we just enjoy it so much. So I just, yeah, I just want to make sure everybody knows, like, nothing happens. Yeah, like, no, there's nothing no for anything. Nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing no. bad happened. It's simply just that the workload is a little too much for us with the full-time channel right now. Because, yeah. quite frankly, we are not making any money off the podcast yes. right now. Yeah, which, we too. were never in the podcast to make, like, we didn't no. think it would make us rich or anything. No. But we don't have enough to hire we don't have enough to cover an editor yes at this yeah. point like <laughs> it would be like costing us money to hire an editor to keep the podcast Correct. going every week um Correct. which it is would like put us in the negative yeah obviously right so we we're both just decided do we every other week for a little while did not want to do it yeah, yeah. so ho- really hoping that it will um go back to once a week yeah in the future though if you guys could all bear with us we're just yeah. working on some stuff behind the scenes and we'll keep you all updated yeah so it's a lot of work, man. I know that like it's kind of a it, weird thing to complain about being an influencer because like we do I love know. our jobs, obviously, and it we is sure do. way less labor intensive than some other jobs. But like the mental load yes. of running a channel full time and editing the pod and like situating schedules and stuff, it's a lot. And I would almost say like it's not that it's easier. I, in some ways it is. I'm yeah. not I don't want to discredit the fact that influencers are priv- influences influencers are very privileged. Yeah. But I would say it's just more flexible in a lot that's of ways true, that other jobs are. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. I think the flexibility is what makes it so desirable to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Is that um, is that you real you literally can if you get sick one day you don't have to tell anybody. You're just like yeah. Mm not doing anything today i guess i think that's kind of goes along with the pod too is that we do have yeah. flexibility we just uh it's still a lot of work though to keep yeah. keep no, sit is. down i mean it takes it takes a good probably like a good chunk of our of our week that we could be spending on yeah. monetizable content yes is, yeah so anyway yeah. But yeah, so anyways, thanks for bearing with us while we're Thank in you. transition. We love you all the most. Um and I'm sure it will go back to weekly yes. eventually. Just yes. you know, we for really, the time being. We that's the goal. Yeah. Real quick, I wanted to announce that I bought a doggy DNA ah! test. 
Oh my god! I spent so the extra excited. fifty dollars on the health one too nice. to get any health insights about Hell Winnie. Yeah. She just turned six years old, and um, I wanted to ask Mickey live. I haven't brought this up to Mickey. I know, yet, yeah. but live on the air <laughs> when it comes back, uh-huh. would it be cute to uh, to do the yes. uh, to do the results live? Yes. on the podcast before I even know like I'll open the results live on the podcast I would love that would that That would be so would that be fun yes because a lot of people have seen her even on the podcast but a lot of my followers know what she looks like but I think that would be a real cute thing to do in the chat I would love that so okay yes oh I know I'm so I'm very very curious if you guys don't know what Winnie looks like I'll try to insert a picture here in the Mm -hmm. editing because of course this is the one time she's not up in my grill while I'm on this couch she absolutely nobody on earth knows what she is she's like a very like non-breed specific looking dog you know very much so I get questions about what kind of breed she is all the time I feel that and I know she's got some shih tzu in there and Mm -hmm. terrier but I don't I beyond that I have no idea and people say she looks like a little raccoon which she definitely does (gasps) <gasps> she's got a little so cute thing. yeah oh, oh so. i'm so excited about it please share those results with us as soon as you get them because i'm I, i'm so excited okay cool. how are you mickey how you is know, everything going over there I'm doing you said it's okay. 102 there yeah it's hot here i'm just fucking over it like i'm so ready for fall to start <gasps> oh oh my god i wanted to tell you by the way okay um tell me I've been waiting to tell you about this until we started to chat. Um, oh. I saw a TikTok yesterday about the Halloween decor at Michael's. Um, and a lot of it is like very mm-hmm. pastel goth. At least this TikTok was like lots of cute pastel goth stuff. Yes, I know. And so I went there because I was like, I want like a pink witch's cauldron. Yeah. That's so cute. Um, they didn't so have that cute. stuff out, but they did have a bunch of other stuff that was like literally so your aesthetic. It made me think of you. I almost sent you a picture oh. of it, but I was like, save it, Mickey, for the pod. Um, so if you have a Michaels <laughs> near you, you should go because I feel like you would love it. It's so cute. I, I bought a couple a, of things. But. I love Michaels. Yeah. And I've gotten um like for this uh mm-hmm. this decoration on my wall I got from Michaels last year, Halloween. Yes. Michaels um, Halloween decor is like low key kind of good. <laughs> actually really good. Yeah. I know. And um I have to go in there knowing I might spend quite a bit on their decor because especially because i collect like this you know goth decor kind of stuff yeah i have several other halloween direction decorations from there last year that um i have out all year like they're like witches brew and like they're poisons because they're so cute so cute it's so cute so thank you for the tip because i definitely i am like yeah, I may look a little Wednesday Adamsy here, but the rest of my house is not like this. And I do love pastel and colors yes. as well. Yeah. So it does sound really cute. Yeah, there's some really cute so, stuff. So. Oh my gosh. I oh, yeah, what I was saying is that I'm just like so over the heat. I'm ready for it to be fall and like fall. Halloween time and just like slightly cooler because it's just like a lot. Um, the other thing that I am just absolutely transfixed by at the moment is a video game um it's called Baldur's Gate 3 <laughs> but it's like D&D except in a video game form it's like turn-based combat and stuff and it's so 
fucking fun, Hannah. I'm, oh, I'm no. telling you, I have a sickness. I have a, a disease. Like, oh, no. If I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about it. And if I'm not doing either oh, of it's those, one of those. Things, I'm sleeping. Like, there's literally... Oh, like, no. I am obsessed with this game. Aaron and I started playing a co-op game or like a multiplayer game together. And uh-huh. I just, I want to play it all the time. It has made me so what is it called? productive. It's called Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get comments of people that know what it is. Uh, as yeah. you guys know, I'm really bad at video games. <laughs> video games, games yeah. Aaron and I talked about I, it on I, There's a Lot to Unpack I under- here, but I understand the addiction part of like getting obsessed with a yeah. book or a show or something and you're like literally can't think about anything. Yes. But It's so, yeah. so debilitating. I've been so yeah. unproductive <laughs> all week because all I want to do play that game but it's right fun. it's hard to focus on stuff because yes yeah, yeah. i'm like they, putting off then they did work. a good job <laughs> yes getting the getting yeah. the dopamine mm-hmm. all up in your brain when you're yeah. playing it so so i've been doing a lot of that and work and that's pretty much it that's my whole life yeah. right now it's video games well i'm excited that i'm not coming to visit you till october because it should we be a little cooler down there right yes how yeah It'll probably just, it's, is it still pretty warm in October there though? It's not cold. That's for, like, it will <laughs> never be right. cold here. That's for It's sure. not fifties. Yeah. It's usually forties, um, fifties here in October. Yeah. No. Um, so. If I remember correctly from last year, it will be probably like in the high eighties, nineties, maybe the the hundreds in the peak part of the day. And then in the evening, gotcha. it'll be really nice. Maybe hundreds. Well, and also this year has been really weird. Like it's been so incredibly hot, Um, but it happened later this year than it normally does. So like, I don't know. Climate change is really fucking our shit up. Who knows? Uh, Yeah. Who knows what the weather's going to look like? Does it get dark there early though? It gets darker there early as fall comes. So that helps a lot. Even if it's really hot during the day, if the sun goes down quick, at least it cools off. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you could stand a lot higher temperature if you're in the shade, right? Oh, yeah. You can sit in the shade for hours in 80 degree weather and be just fine. It's when you're sitting in the sun that's like, that bakes you. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. I tried slime. I don't know if you saw my TikTok. I saw your TikTok. did. Yes. Please tell us about your slime journey, I, Hannah. I have three of them and I've only done that one so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was exactly what I thought. Like, and I liked it. Like, it was definitely okay. like um the picture of the texture in my mind matched what it was in real life. It was That's very good. fun. I did play with it for a while and I like kept it in an nice. airtight container. So I'm sure I'll play with it a few more times. Definitely cool. not going to buy any more after the other two that I bought yeah. because... So something I did not anticipate was the fact that the smell lingers on your hands Ew. for a long time. What does and it the smell, smell like? Um, well, it's supposed to smell like cake batter. Like that one was cake batter oh, scent, but they have different okay. scents for the different slimes. But it's obviously not real. It's a chemically yeah. smell. And then it's a light chemically smell mm. on your hands. And I literally wanted to throw up for the next <laughs> few hours because oh, no. it smelled like... It reminded me, it's like the reason I don't like Tim Burton movies, Mm -hmm. it was like that smell. It was like the smell of the way Tim Burton movies make me feel, if that makes sense. Like a little. Like that, like. I'm tracking. The weird claymation and stuff of Tim Burton movies. I like also, like. Like stop motion kind of stuff. Well, some stop motion is okay, but like. Okay. 
anybody will tell you if anybody in my life knows me and it will shock many people to find out that I don't like The Nightmare Before Christmas. I've never been able to sit through it. Interesting. I think boring movie in my opinion. Fair. I've tried several times and it kind of skews me out too. like the, Honestly, the animation and stuff. Uh, yes. Beetlejuice is another oh, movie that I dislike. absolutely Same. cannot stand. I yeah. hate the cinematography and the 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 aesthetic. Oh, I don't know what yeah. it is. I'm not a good goth girl with the with some of the classics like Fair. Edward Scissorhands and then like not so much Coraline, but like the Tim Burton type style mm-hmm. just makes me not for you. It feels like it. I don't know. It gives my brain the way like when you touch a microfiber cloth yes. kind of thing, you know, yeah. like that texture, yeah, 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 yeah. it's just like for some mm-hmm. reason, I just can't do it. Yeah. And the slime smell, like I liked playing with it, but I'm going to wear gloves next time is the moral <laughs> of the story. Like I'm just going to wear gloves next fair. time. I yeah. Play with it. Cause I'll still be able to feel it and everything, which will yeah. be fun. Um, and I think I'm going to make more TikToks with it. Cause that was fun to like talk while I was yeah setting it up. But, uh, but I definitely like, yeah, like, I've yeah, literally the way the slime smells is the way I imagine a Tim Burton movie would smell if I went into it's so weird, but yeah. I hear what you're saying though, when things are like linked <laughs> like that in your mind. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You can't like no un smell it or like unsee it. You know what I'm saying? You can't like I just don't things. understand how the slime hobbyists, the people that collect it and get really into it, mm-hmm. like that I just don't understand how they can stand to have the smell on their hands all the time. Or people that the mm-hmm. like the CEO of Snoop Slimes, the one that I bought from, is like yeah. 20. Like she started it as wow. a teenager. Oh, she's yeah, you super young. Yeah. And she's using it like she's touching it every single freaking day and i'm just yeah. how? i mean i'm sure they're wearing no. gloves most of the time when they're handling stuff they're gonna ship out oh but yeah like, yeah for sure um ugh. i feel like it's also probably just like the nose blind thing you know where you like are desensitized yeah. to it like um how yeah. we don't smell the scent of our own houses anymore unless we've like been on vacation and then we come back kind of a thing like right they might just not smell it anymore that's true but that's I that's pleasant. It's like comforting yeah. to smell your own smell, you know. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I get, I get what like you're saying. Like a very particular smell. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Did you have anything else for our ch- chat? I don't think so. I don't have any other updates. The one time that we actually like we could chit chat for a long time if we wanted to. I we know. I don't have huh? anything super time sensitive to talk about. Yep. We're gonna do an "Am I the Asshole?" episode today, you guys. Yay. We thought it would be fun to just, um, we're not going to, again, we're not like turning into an Am I the Asshole podcast or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but we wanted to do an episode where we, uh, we did have fun when we did, when we did one at the end of a different episode and we thought it'd be fun to just kind of like, uh, go back and forth and like, uh, take turns reading them and then give us, give you guys our thoughts on them. I personally like the format and let me know if you also are okay with doing it this way. If not, it doesn't matter that much, but do you want to do where we like (laughs) talk about it and then we don't read everybody else's consensus in the comments of the post until after we've like made a decision for like us or whatever we decide. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. 
That's it. I think that um, that's fun. So also, that sounds this good is to everybody. The most ADHD thing ever. I'm so sorry, but I please saw a TikTok earlier this week, and I wanted to ask you. I forgot to mention it during chit chat. Oh sure. When you refer to yourself in your own head, we've already talked about the inner monologue thing. You and I both have yeah. one. Um, yeah. When you refer to yourself in your own head, do you use we us pronouns or do you use me my pronouns? Like, do you refer to yourself in the singular or the plural? Um, that's one of those things that I'd have to like pay attention while okay. I'm living life to like realize. But like my first instinct is that I usually say my, mm-hmm. I have heard of people with diagnosed DID were f- say that they refer to yeah. themselves as we, us yeah. a lot. Um, sometimes I'm sure that's not true for everybody with DID, but like, yeah. Um, I have heard that, but like, I don't think unless I'm like thinking of me and my dog, because my I refer often refer to Winnie as my fifth limb <laughs> part of you. And, yes. And yeah. So like if um, but if I'm talking, but I guess if I'm like getting ready with my dog to go out somewhere, then I'm talking to her mm-hmm. and I'm narrating everything out loud anyway. Yes. And I'm like, OK, we're going to go do this and then we're going to pile in the car and then we're going to do this and then we're going to. So I just made her look up at me like, oh, She's what like, are we're we going where now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I That's don't. That's so funny. Yeah, I think I mostly. Because I use do... we us. Oh, interesting. Mm hmm. Like I will tell myself like in my brain, especially if I'm like doing the ADHD thing where I like I haven't eaten in a few hours or like I know I have stuff to do. I will talk to myself and be like, okay, we need to get up. Like we need to just go do this thing. And then once you get it done, like yeah. you're going to have free time. Like I talk to myself like I like I'm referring that. to like myself and my inner mm-hmm. self or something. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> I can assure you that it's not like separate identities or like personalities or anything. But yeah. it's just like. Like, I refer to myself as a collective for some reason. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? I can see that. I do think that's interesting. And also, it makes sense, though, mm. because just like in therapy, yeah. how a lot of us learn how to name our anxiety, mm-hmm. like yes. a name, like, yeah. you know, uh, shut up, Tracy, and mm-hmm. um, in order to, like, separate ourselves yeah. from the anxiety to, like, help Tracy. us feel like we're not as, you know, we're not gaslighting ourselves and mm-hmm. everything as much. Yeah. Maybe it's like similar to something like that where you're like saying, because we are a little bit separate. I mean, in my opinion, I think like nobody will ever know what people are thinking in their head. Like we think all kinds of unfiltered thoughts in our head that um, Mm -hmm. we don't say out loud. Yeah. That's like human nature. And I mean, the difference between like a mean girl and not a mean girl is that people, some people keep it to themselves. Right. And I think that's just a normal thing thing so to me I we are a little bit like two different entities that's what I'm saying and I think also because I in my mind separate like myself my like core self from my body and also from my brain like because I know that like like you were saying how we name our anxiety and stuff I'm like I know my brain like she's mentally ill you know what I'm saying (laughs) I'm not but my brain is and so (laughs) I'm gonna like you know like she's anxious I'm gonna take care of her Mm -hmm. but I like separate those concepts I think so maybe that's why I refer to myself as like a we (laughs) I will try to pay attention to that and I'll like get back to you on it yeah. To see if I, because maybe I'm just not, not paying it because I've never paid attention before. Fair. Um, people should mm-hmm. comment and let us know what they what they yes. do too. If Please you have do. an internal monologue, yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you D 
do refer to yourself as we. I feel like for some reason I, I don't know. I have a feeling that when I pay attention, I'll probably be like go. I probably go back and forth, but I don't. That's know fair. For sure, I feel so. like most people probably do some derivative. A of little that. bit of like yeah. I. Yeah, I feel like I say I probably would say we if I'm being condescending to myself, <laughs> like if I'm being scolding. Like more like like oh, oh like we like God. you said like we need to get up like yeah yeah I because I think or well well when I'm scolding myself I'm probably saying you I'm probably referring to myself <laughs> not as I need to get up but like okay you need to get off your butt yes. you've been watching YouTube yeah. for three hours you need to get up and mm-hmm. make you need to eat food you need to do this or that yeah so oh that's it's so, so interesting yeah. Never thought of that. So yeah, put that in the comments if you guys want to. I just thought it was interesting, and I'm curious about other people's inner monologues. So I also want to do a quick update on the T Bay, the T B Bay Boop. Oh, Tay B Boop. The yes. Tay B Boop situation because I followed up on that the other day because yes. I wanted to like uh, see when. Oh, when I was editing the podcast, actually, I was looking up the TikToks and mm-hmm. Tay people are not letting up on tay people are big mad at tay okay at this point in my personal opinion like i'm not saying what she did was like cool or anything like what she did was wrong but the backlash she's getting at this point feels disproportionate to what to the crime I feel like it's the thing where people people get like whipped up about things and then like want to defend someone that they care about and like like it's enough slices you know what I'm saying yeah (laughs) but we get it my god you know like we get it now like you go into any of her videos and it's just like oh so if I do that am I copying you like that's what every comment is and I'm like okay she was punished (laughs) she lost a brand deal yeah she got dragged by the entire internet yeah she saw the whether it was money motivated or not which I does seem like it was because of the brand deal but she did apologize like We'll never know what her true intentions are, though, like inside her head. So it's just kind of like, okay, is this the worst thing that anybody's done? Because I don't think so. Yeah. She did something really stupid. It's like. Yes. Yeah. It was like mean girl behavior, but it wasn't like egregious racism or ableism or classism, you know? Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, Like, it's not like she made a video about like misgendering somebody or like. Being an asshole. Like, being an asshole, like, yeah. she genuinely was, like, and I also can't help but, like, again, like, it was stupid of her to act on the DMs she was getting, but yes. I can understand feeling like she was in the right because everybody she was getting DMs from was telling her that she was in the right. And I'm then more she, inclined like, to think it was, like, an ego thing, personally, but I do hear what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Well, I just mean that it validates the ego. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like her getting DMs those DMs was probably feeding. We're validating, that, right, yeah. and making it seem like, oh, I could do this, this and okay everybody's going to, right. Yeah. Like, I don't like what she did. Blocking, um, uh, so weird. Car, car and Joy was yes. weird as hell, especially because yeah. I felt my, I, so sad for Car and Joy that she thought that they were, like, on good terms and then she gets blocked and slammed over it but i mean mm-hmm. the thing is is that car and joy came out on the other side great she gained yeah. hundreds of thousands of followers on tiktok True. when we were talking you said she had 1.8 million she's over 2 million now yes so it's, it's like, like 2.1 now yeah so, so she like got so she got rewarded tay got punished, punished. 
And it's just kind of like, to me, I'm just like, okay, you guys. Like, yes. um, For what it's worth, I think... Maybe touch a little grass. Yes, for real. Go outside. There is a creator on TikTok. Their name is Imani Barberin. Um, her handle is uh, Crutches and Spice. She's a black disabled content creator, and she just speaks a lot mm-hmm. about marginalization and like issues of uh, activism and stuff. But she also has... Um, a degree several degrees i think in like communications and pr and like digital media and like like media literacy that like that kind of a thing and she made a couple of videos talking about this situation that i thought were very interesting because she like warned everybody who's an influencer when the sag after a strikes started she was like now listen here like from a pr like media point of view what's going to happen is that there's going to be a discourse vacuum because people aren't talking about struck work right now a lot of influencers have pledged to not discuss like big uh like movies and tv and then as the strike continues to go on and things aren't getting made we as a collective have less to discuss in terms of pop culture and so don't fucking put your ass in the street if you're an influencer because people don't have anything to talk about right now and so if you make a fool of yourself there's going to be this vacuum where everybody is talking about it and people are way more upset about it than they probably normally would be they because have there's more nothing time. else to be mad about yeah and so she made a follow-up tiktok after the taping Hot. situation being like what did i say like i told you motherfuckers and like look what happened so i i do this wonder if I'm that's part about. of it you know i think yeah. people probably just latch on to stuff when there's less uh pop mm-hmm. culture stuff to pick apart especially celebrities yeah. it's a lot easier to pick apart celebrities yeah opinion, right you know? it's less personal because yes. yeah. yeah like if we say if we say something i always use the same examples but if we said something if we trashed break blake lively which i'm yes. not but like yeah. she would Love never hear us exactly right yes if we trashed another youtuber they might very well mm-hmm. hear us or somebody might dm them and tell yes. them so that's very true yeah that's a very good point so there you go. Anyways, do you want to talk about some Anyways. Am I the Asshole stuff? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Do you want to go okay. first? Uh, yeah, I found one um, before we started recording. I haven't looked at the comments, to be clear. Okay, I just did, good. Like, I, yeah, I was looking at a couple as well. I just did like a brief there's, read through the thing. There's one I really want to talk about, and I'm okay. wondering if that would be really funny if we picked the same one. Probably, honestly. Okay, are you ready? Yep. All right. So this says, the title says, am I the asshole for not giving my girlfriend, 25 female, my dinner after I had already bought her dinner? Uh, This says, my girlfriend, 25 female, and I, 29 male, live in New York City, and there's a popular app where you can buy leftover restaurant food. Restaurants advertise surprise bags Mm. at reduced prices in order to reduce food waste. The customer doesn't know what they're getting until they pick up the food. Uh, but the cost is at least three times lower than the normal menu price, which personally, I'm like, love this. <laughs> I was just thinking that same thing. That I was in like, my city. why is it that everywhere? I don't know, but I would buy the shit out of that. Um, as if it is, Cheesecake Factory or Red Robin did that, because <laughs> I would like anything Anna. on their menu. Me thinking about local restaurants. <laughs> I know. What Cheesecake Factory and Red Robin. I love that. I still haven't Burger tried Boston? Red Robin in recent history. We should go while you're here. I don't even know if there is one here, but we can find one. For oh, you. 
Really? Um, to be fair, like it's not a cool place to go. My friends make fun of me for liking Red Robin because they live in they live in Seattle, oh, and I'm an, that- and I'm an East I'm an East Sider, okay. and so at least one of my friends, yeah. Alejandro. If you ever listen to this, I'm calling you out by name. He, we have this like ongoing like um, debate. He wants small business. Nobody's ever heard of it. Divey places like that's the only place he ever wants to go. (laughs) (laughs) And um, and then I'll come to an event and I'll be like, it's fine. I had Red Robin earlier, and he thinks. That's the most East Sider thing ever. Honestly, though, I feel like there is a balance between the two because in the same breath that I will spend ungodly amounts of money on some like small, local, pretentious little restaurant, I will also spend ungodly amounts of money at fucking Olive Garden to eat just breadsticks and Alfredo and like their desserts. You know what I'm saying? I like Olive Garden slaps. Okay, it does. It's so good. It's just like such a fun, cozy meal. So like I can I can understand the Red Robin thing because I think like a good life balance is being able to do both. You know, I think one of the things that makes me an appealing human generally, too, is that I'm a very picky eater, Mm -hmm. but I am not picky about my quality of food. So Mm. I will happily eat a meal from McDonald's or Taco Mm -hmm. Bell or like, you know, and I will happily go to a fancier restaurant. I'm picky about the type of food I like, Mm -hmm. but I'm not picky about the like quality of the restaurant or something. And I feel like that's a good quality to have. Yeah, that makes you adaptable. I can appreciate that. You know. I can vouch for that. We've traveled together. You're a very easy person to get along with and to eat with, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. So anyway. Okay. Okay. So it's like three times lower than the normal menu price. Uh, For example, if an entree is $24, the restaurant is allowed to charge $8 at most for it. Again, I think this is a win-win. These are hit or miss. Sometimes you get exactly what you want at a greatly reduced price, but sometimes you get something that you otherwise wouldn't have picked from the menu. Uh, I ordered a surprise bag from a barbecue place that I was picking up on the way home yesterday. I texted my girlfriend asking if she wanted one, but she said no. She wasn't in the mood for barbecue. However, there was an Indian restaurant right next door that also had surprise bags available on the app, so she ordered one of them. The barbecue was $12 and the Indian food was $10. When I got home, I unpacked the meals to see what we got. I was psyched about my bag. Since I paid $12, I knew the value had to be at least $36, but honestly, the platter looked a lot more expensive. This was a hit. Keep in mind that we live in the West Village, which is the most expensive neighborhood in the most expensive city in the U.S., so $36 for one meal is pretty typical. Mm -hmm. Um, There were burnt ends, ribs, pulled pork, baked beans, potato salad, bread, onions, and pickles. So hungry. I know. And it what? so good. And pickles. Oh. I love pickles. I am a pickle bitch. I love pickles too. My girlfriend, however, was less lucky. Her surprise bag only had six different types of soup, half of them being variations on cauliflower soup. She was disappointed <gasps> to say the least. She asked if we should could share my abundance and I said, no, I'm hungry. I offered to buy you some already and you said no, so I'm going to devour it. She got mad and called me an asshole. I told her if she didn't want the soup, she should have ordered something specifically instead of using the surprise bag app. I then told her to just order something off a food delivery app. She said she didn't want to spend the money. Another bit of context is that I make a lot more money than her and pay all of our rent. I know she's running a bit of uh, a bit of a lean financial picture right now. I then tell her 
And if she doesn't want to pay for delivery, I'll walk to the bodega on our street and can buy her something there. Another bit of context is that we live on a fourth floor walk up with no elevator and she broke her leg in a car accident a month ago, so it can be tough for her to get around. She says the grill is probably off there and all she wants is a hot meal. I tell her she has soup. Anyway, she thinks I'm the (laughs) asshole, but in my defense, one, I offered to buy her barbecue to begin with, which she declined. Two, she picked her own food and I grabbed it for her on the way home. And three, when she wasn't satisfied, I suggested two solutions, either ordering something from an app or going to a bodega. So Reddit, am I the asshole? What's your opinion on this, Hannah? I don't think he is. What? I almost did for a second. But then... Listen, as somebody who very much used to be that person that especially with my mom, because my mom would tell me this as when I was younger, she'd be like, um, because like I would turn down all of her options. (laughs) I'd be like, I would explain to her why none of those things were plausible. And it took me a long time to learn how fucking annoying that can be. (laughs) So I thought it. at first I was like, why wouldn't he just share with her? Yeah. But then he kept offering her solutions and every single one, she's like, no, no, no. Like why none of it works. And it is kind of like at this point, if you don't want to, I don't know. I think he could have, I think he could have offered to buy her delivery of something else since Mm -hmm. he makes so much money. If he wanted all of his food, like I do, I don't really think it was rude of him to not share because he did offer to buy her some. It's kind of like that yeah. paying for dinner and then you're like, no, no fries for me, please. And then you spend the whole yes. time picking off your other, your, your partner's, partner's plate of fries. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, yeah. It's just like popcorn. Like nobody is like in the mood for popcorn until they smell it. Yes. And then once you yeah. smell it, you're like, oh my God, I would, I would kill a baby yeah. tree for some popcorn, right? <laughs> And yes. I so I'm a little annoyed at her. I would be annoyed too if I offered to buy them some. And if it, if yeah. I were her, I feel like if somebody had offered to buy me some and they were like offering me all these solutions, I feel like, oh, it's not your fault that I don't like what I got. Like I'll figure something else out. Like at that point That's fair. I don't know. I hear like, what you're saying. I, I, I don't disagree with that necessarily. But also, like, was he not super uncomfortable sitting there eating his feast (laughs) while she was sitting there hungry? That's the thing that gets me. Yeah. Like, that also seems a little bit, like, that part. Like, I'm not saying he's, I don't know. I'm not saying he's not an asshole in general. I just think at this situation, she kind of, like, willfully refused a solution that's valid i think the thing for me is that first of all he it sounds like he got a lot of food right like it's not like he had just enough food to like be full for his own self and i think like this hardline stance of like i offered to get you this and you don't want any and so therefore i'm just gonna devour it all (laughs) in front of you Okay, <laughs> that's so yeah. weird. And I would be so fucking butthurt. I'd be like, yeah, I ordered fucking surprise Indian food because I thought I was going to get fucking Indian food. 
not fucking yeah. six different types of soup man like soup can you share a right. little bit of your fucking food with me and then like i'll order something small or something or like you know what i mean or like yeah i think if he had offered to like you can have like a few bites of mine like i'm still gonna eat like my fill of my meal but like yeah i'll share a little bit with you and then we can order you something else from somewhere or something just so that i'm not sitting here stuffing my face while you're sitting there with your soup being sad you know like that just feels so feels unnecessarily like rude to me feels smug it feels a little yes. bit like ha i told you so yes yeah i think i also just have a soft spot for this though because this is like a running gag in Aaron and I's relationship anytime that we order food from fucking anywhere for takeout or like through a drive through even it's always my fucking food that gets fucked up like they'll forget yeah. something from my order or like it's just straight up wrong or like made incorrectly and it is so disheartening to like sit down for mealtime and then you're like well, my fucking food is shitty and like this isn't what I thought I was getting, you know? Right. Um, I feel like yeah. cauliflower soup is like kind of a far cry from Indian food, in my opinion. And so I would be like, yeah, I didn't know that this is what I was fucking getting. Thought I was going to get naan and yes, like something, you know, yeah, like and curry and all this. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like I would have. Like, I would be mad, too, if Aaron did this to yeah. me. Like, are you fucking joking me, man? <laughs> like, you're not going to share your food with me? Because also, like, sure, maybe I wasn't in the mood for barbecue earlier, but if my options are to, like, eat nothing or eat barbecue, then, like, I'm eating barbecue, you know? Yeah, that's true. But I don't disagree with you, though. It does seem like he offered her a couple of solutions, and she was like, no, I don't want them, which also sucks. I know. It's frustrating I'm to deal with I'm struggling really hard with the, like, I mean, if this was not discounted food, he said it'd be like $30 worth of food. And then he described it being so much and that they live, didn't they say they live in New York, like mm -hmm. in an expensive part of New York? Um, yeah. I don't, I, I'm having a hard time believing that it was that much food or as much food you as think? he was describing too, because $30 in food is actually not that much. Like That's you true. could reach that at a restaurant Pretty with easily, like an yeah. appetizer and an entree at, yeah. and that's like in other places cheaper places so i do like wonder if it's less than what he described i think he made himself look like a butt by uh describing the sound plethora like he had a yeah that he had a yeah that he had the smorgasbord of like all this food and i just yeah. don't understand why if it was as much as he was describing why wouldn't he just share it with her yes see that's so from like i get it but also if i was him I feel like a loving partner would not be comfortable just sitting there eating delicious yeah. food while their partner was hungry and just sitting yes. there like, cool. Because I think that's the other thing, too, is that if the situation were reversed and Aaron got boned, right, and I ended up with a bunch of food, yeah. my immediate, like, I would scooch all the food to the like, middle of the table and be like, we can just yeah. share, baby, it's fine. Yeah, like, I'm you'd be sorry, like, you but need to eat, you'd be concerned because you'd want them to eat something, yes. too. Yeah. You'd well, be like, like I yeah, don't I don't want alone. you to go to bed hungry. You know? Yeah. So I just want to like also say like it just seems I mean he did offer to go walk somewhere else to get her True. something else like True. he was like he was trying he wasn't just being like <laughs> sucks for you he Fair. was like saying like well you can order something else but I guess I, I guess the biggest problem I have with the whole thing is that if he makes so much more money like he claims then why does he have a problem just getting her something for yes. delivery also too if she's the, that this... financially mm -hmm. 
Yes. The cynical part of my brain is also a little bit like raised eyebrow at the like offering to get her stuff because she broke her leg and like can't get up and down that's this true. four floor walk up very would easily. he do it if mm-hmm. would he have offered to get her food if her leg wasn't broken yeah that's true or he would have been like well go walk to the bodega and get something mm-hmm. i have a sneaking <laughs> like... suspicion that it's that one which makes me like him less but to be fair that's entirely made up right like that's something that i literally just made up in my brain and so i have no way to verify whether yeah. that's true or not so yeah yeah that's true we don't know yeah i feel like we need to like say a final before we read the comments though like what do we think i think he's an asshole i would say like you're the asshole if i was voting on this okay i would say that he was more so an asshole than you can also do everybody sucks here yeah i don't yeah that's true i don't like, know i don't if, think like, she sucks though i think like she i don't think she was right helpful, but i, I don't think, think she was she being sucks. obnoxious by like not like all like by, it seemed like at some point being purposely like no mm-hmm. like kind of like at that point like she did secretly want barbecue and so she was trying that's to get fair. him to that conclusion to like get him to give her some because that's why she was rejecting all his other ideas but I don't think that like what she did was inherently asshole-ish so I don't yeah. think she sucks Agreed. I think yeah so I'm I'm leaning more towards he's the asshole okay. in this situation so in the comments okay <laughs> Okay, the top comment. Uh, the top comment has 37,000 upvotes. And it says, you're the asshole. Come on, man. You both did the surprise bags. Hers didn't work out. You know she can't afford to order something else, but didn't offer to help pay. You offered her crappy bodega food instead. You could have at least split the barbecue and ordered something else to share and split the price. That's what I said. Um, yeah, if the situations were reversed true. and you'd gotten a bunch of crap soup while she had a feast, would you really want to sit there hungry waiting for some crappy alternative while she chowed down? That's you're, a good point. You're going to get lots of not not the asshole uh, that just have no concept of being nice and making small sacrifices for your partner. You and them seem like the types who, if their meal companion uh, gets the wrong meal at a restaurant and has to wait a half hour for a new one, they'll sit there and eat and not even offer a fry. Um, edited to add, for fuck's sake, guys, <laughs> I lived in New York City for a decade. I know bodegas have good food. The grill was closed. Uh, her options would have been maybe a deli sandwich if they were still making them, yeah. but it could very well have just been like chips and cookies. She wanted a real yeah. dinner. I, okay, I hadn't thought about it like that. I do appreciate that like perspective yeah. of like if it were reversed, he would yes. not have acted. He wouldn't have been like, oh, you're right. Yeah, I didn't, you know, yeah, like I feel like that's just that should be anyways, a normalized part of healthy partnerships is that like, is it my ideal to share this food with you when like I offered and you didn't want it? No, but But also I don't want you to go hungry. Maybe I'm also not a good person to ask because I haven't been in a relationship in like five years either. That's fair. But I also have empathy. Like I also have basic empathy where like, I mean, even if my mom or something, like if the situation, I'd still be like, oh no, okay, we'll share some with me. Or in the first place, I'd have a backup plan knowing that the grab bags can be sketchy sometimes yeah why didn't you get extra barbecue and yes. have leftovers if hers was if her indian food was good yes you'd have leftovers and then yeah. if it wasn't you'd have a backup plan and then That's you wouldn't have to sh- yeah even if it was just I, you the- and me hannah like if we were like in a hotel room yeah and ordered these grab bags and you got what? shit i'd be like oh my god like come here like we can share my food yeah or fine. we would honestly what we would do if there wasn't enough we'd probably go back out like we'd put your food in the fridge and you'd yeah. walk with me to get something else yes 
like yeah or we can like share half and half and then go get something else and like share half and half of that later you know to like feel full like it just to me it's not that complex like just be a nice person man Remember when we were in LA and we met <laughs> I the knew first you were time? Talk about and because I'm I'm hungry and I'm thinking about how we Me went too. and ate those burgers on my bed in the hotel room, and then we shared that so piece of cheesecake. Good. But we were so we were drunk and we were so full <laughs> that we like didn't finish the cheesecake, but we both still ate it because it was so good. Yes, oh, yeah, that's a cool that memory. has nothing to do with anything. But those it's burgers were so good, though. The burgers were good. <laughs> yes. And it was, and it like was hard to find food because it was a convention. And yeah. It was like everybody was, was so busy. It was everything that you want from like late night drunk food. It was like oh, greasy, cheesy, like big yes, fat bun hot. on a burger. Ugh, yes. So yeah, good. That was so delicious. <laughs> wow. I love oh, that. Oh, man. All right. Do you want to find one? Anyway. Um, do you want actually read just a couple more comments and mm-hmm. see if that's like the... Like, I'm just curious. Like, you don't have to read the, like, the details of all of them, but I'm just curious see. if, like, other people are agreeing that he's an asshole. <clears throat> the next top comment um, has 26,000 upvotes, and it says, <laughs> so you had plenty of good food, could have shared it, had a good time, and gone to bed happy and in love. Instead, you're sitting here asking strangers on Reddit if you're an asshole. You're the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to change my answer. Ooh. I think I was wrong. <laughs> I think I was wrong at the beginning. I think that yeah. was my first instinct just because I know how annoying I can be when I like turn down solution yeah. after solution. Sure. But I think I think that first comment with the 30,000, 37,000 upvotes really changed my mind. Yeah. The way that he like phrased it. I think also he's like weirdly exerting his money power over her. Yes. Like, it feels it like feels a power thing. very much like a kind of like, a, mm, yeah. well, sorry, you don't make any money and I can give you money when it suits me kind yes. of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, if you love somebody enough to live with them, you probably should stop thinking about it as like, I'm sure she's contributing to the relationship yes. in other ways. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Big agree. Okay. Okay. I would like to respectfully change my mind and. Heard. Heard um, and noted. Okay. This one, I think, is going to be tougher. Oh, no. Okay. Am I the asshole? I told my daughter not to bother applying for college. This is a throwaway account. I am a 35 female and have a 16-year-old daughter, which means she had her daughter. I know. I just can't help but go there. But Like, she was a teen mom. Yeah. That would be. No, I think that's more like 19. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm bad at math, so. Um, the only reason I know is because I've seen Gilmore Girls so many times and I know that she was 32 when she had a 16 year old. So I just mm. added three years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, that's how my brain does math. Um, my daughter has a late birthday, early mid-December. So she's going into her senior year of high school. She is a very smart girl and I'm proud of what she's accomplished, but she's also young and naive in a lot of ways. She's easily sure. manipulated. She's easily manipulated. She doesn't pay much attention to her surroundings. She can't stand up for herself. She constantly still calls or texts myself and her father for help with things. Listen, I'm 32 and that's relatable. <laughs> also, is that bad that she's calling you for help? Like, <gasps> no, I think she's just saying like probably situations that she could figure out herself and she's not. Okay. But I think that's still like pretty, uh, to me I think personally, that's still a pretty like, reasonable age. Well, 16. and like, because I grew up 
feeling like I had no choice but to be independent. Like the right. idea that your kids trust you enough to ask you for help to me sounds like a parenting True. Win, personally. True. True. More recently, I've also been concerned about her doing dangerous things or submitting to peer pressure from her friends. I've met them and they are not good kids. I've told her to stop talking to them, but she refuses and tries to go behind my back because telling kids not to do things always makes them just immediately stop. Yeah. (laughs) For these reasons, among others, her father and I have decided that we are not going to let her go off to college as long as she's a minor under our care this means that she won't be going until the fall of 2024 because she doesn't turn 18 until that december i'm not trying to stifle her but i do want her to be safe she was recently talking about starting to fill out college applications and i told her not to bother i explained that we weren't letting her go until she's old enough to make that decision for herself she started crying and yelling at me but i refused to budge i don't think i'm being unreasonable and honestly her reaction is more evidence of her immaturity but apparently she texted her aunt who was calling me an asshole am i the asshole listen i (laughs) i'm curious as a therapist point Mm -hmm. of view i think the thing that sticks out to me is that there's all this stuff that she's outlining about her kid that are like problems or like risk factors in her opinion right um her kid being vulnerable to peer pressure her kid being easily manipulated like all this stuff First of all, the response to that being like, I'm just going to hide you away from the world Mm -hmm. rather than provide you with practical skills and tools or like having frank and honest conversations with you to help you not be that way is an interesting take, in my opinion. I think a lot of like, I guess this is hard because like I don't have kids, right? I have no concept of what it's like to have this little tiny person that you love so much and that like feels very vulnerable to you and just like unleash them into the world. I'm sure that's probably harder than I can imagine because I haven't done that. But also to me, I feel like there are a bunch of in-between steps (laughs) before we get to the place where we're like, you're forbidden from going to college like why why is the response that and not like we would feel more comfortable if you lived at home while you go to college or like Mm. if you make sure that you live with like I don't know like a roommate like a best friend that we really trust or that like we Mm. come visit you or like we you know have some very honest conversations about like you know, you seem easily manipulated and like, do we need to take you to therapy or like work on that somehow? You know what I'm saying? Like you just, yeah. I guess to me, there's like a bunch of in-between steps that could address this issue that aren't like trying to control your kid in this very authoritarian way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I think mom's the asshole here and not because I don't understand where she's coming from. Yeah. And again, also take this with a grain of salt because I am not a parent. So maybe some parents can weigh in on this in the comments. Yeah. But uh, in my non-parental opinion, I think I very much agree with you where I think that it's not that I, I think her main, like, first of all, she's a minor. So I do understand, like, if you're a minor, like it or not, you are in your uh, guardian's control for a certain amount of time. Like, I do understand that, like, that is valid and I do actually agree with that because I think adults can typically and ideally make better decisions than a minor can like they know they have the life experience to know what's good and bad for them Mm -hmm. 
Um, again, typically, like obviously there's plenty of adults that are not that good. But I think in this case, like you said, it's very weird to just be like, no, like (laughs) why not explain? Mm -hmm. Like why not have a talk about it? And I also think what would be good, like would be you, uh, we're nervous about college for these reasons, the yeah. friends you're hanging out with. And I remember very much being a teenager. And if my mom told me that, mm-hmm. or if my parents were like, I don't like you hanging out with these people, I'd be like, that sucks for you. Yes. Like, yes. you know, like that would just make you love <laughs> oh, those well, people way yes. more. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. You'd be like, cool. Well, now I wasn't going to smoke, but now you really motivated me to do it. Like that's yes. just the way teenager mind work. Yeah. So she just obviously does not not and I kind of wonder again I don't want to judge because I don't know this person at all but I do kind of wonder if having a kid so young made her grow up fast yeah and so she feels like she knows even more because she like didn't get the chance to be Mm -hmm. a teenager and be young and stuff which is is like right but I think like why didn't you do why weren't you like okay we're nervous about college for these reasons Mm -hmm. uh you can go but you have to do this this and this before you do you have to go to therapy for at least this many months Mm -hmm. um just to you know work out some of this like independent stuff and like why you're so dependent on us for every decision um why and then like maybe take a class maybe like put her in a self-defense class you know like get her pepper spray put her in a self-defense class um teach her that like again like teaching teenagers like never drink never do drugs like doesn't not effective does not work say like hey i would prefer if you waited till you were older to do these things but if you're going to please make sure this 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 are in place that it's safe that the person is that you trust and that you call me if before you ever get in a car yeah like yeah i think her relationship with her kid is what needs to be worked on not not this particular situation because obviously there's something missing there that your kid is just like also, too, for what it's worth, yeah. I have a sneaking suspicion that the reason the daughter is so dependent in the first place is because of mom's anxiety. Like, this is a thing Very that parents do to their kids where, like, they're so afraid about something bad happening to them that they teach their kid, if you make your own decision, that you're inherently vulnerable. And so, like, therefore, I have to make them for you, right? Like, mom's literally mm-hmm. doing that in this example. Mm-hmm. I don't trust you enough to decide whether you're ready for college. I've just decided for you that you're not. But then in the same breath is Mm -hmm. saying, I don't understand why she's calling me all the time. Why can't Mm -hmm. she make her own decisions? And like, it's because you've taught her that she's unreliable. It's because you've taught her that she can't trust her own intuition to make decisions. So of course she's relying on you because you've taught her that that's the only way to navigate life safely. So like, as I was talking, I thought the same thing. Yeah, you've kind of like hamstrung your kid a little bit into thinking that like of course she can't make her own decisions for herself you know and like yeah to that end it's not surprising to me then that she is particularly amenable <laughs> to the suggestions that are made by her peers because she doesn't have this strong sense of uh self you know like if you mm-hmm. aren't teaching your kid from the time that they're little their opinion matters that their feelings matter mm-hmm. that like trusting your gut is a really valuable resource then like 
of course she's looking to other people, you know? I just feel like this is one of those things where parents, like, do stuff to their kid and then they don't like the outcome of it. And then they're mm-hmm. like, why is my kid this way? And, like, you right. raised them, boo. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> your kid is the way that they are probably because of you, you know? And I have a good perspective on this because my mom and I are very much like this, mm-hmm. uh, where I also, I mean, even in my 30s, I still, like – feel like and uh, don't worry guys I am aware of this I've talked to my therapist about it and my mom is aware too we talk we about like mother we actually therapy. say straight up like we're like <laughs> we're sometimes having a conversation we're like is this actually this or is this our codependency <laughs> like my mom okay, and I, I straight up that. say that like we know that yeah it doesn't mean it's fixed <laughs> but we are very things. much aware yeah. of our uh codependency on each other and that's I think nice. that that's what she's creating here and We've gotten, I mean, like my mom and I have gotten better. Like I'll start off conversations. Like, I don't need you to do anything about this. I just want to vent about this if that's okay. Like that's that's uh, helped us. My mom will say something like, tell me if I'm being codependent here. And like, you know, we try to like work it out that way. It took us many years to do that though. But this relationship sounds very much like that. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. is typically the mom like inadvertently like my mom did not mean to do that of course course you know and like um it doesn't mean you have bad parents like I have fantastic parents and it doesn't mean that we have a perfect relationship I was lucky enough to have fantastic parents but still we have some like codependency issues and everything like that because people are people and they're um, perfect yeah and I just think that this is very much that like that seems like she's creating she's Mm -hmm. she's weaving a codependency with her daughter though yeah because like you said the irony of her saying like she can't do this she doesn't know this blah 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 she's Mm -hmm. constantly calling us for this and it's kind of like why yes like Mm -hmm. yeah she's obviously wants a little bit of depend a independence yes because she's like going with these friends that you don't like and like yeah it's kind of going about it the wrong way so I think yeah my personal take is that it's not like I don't think she's a bad person or anything but in this particular situation she's the asshole yeah mom I think what do you think especially because like it's normal for a parent to want to protect their kid you know um but at a certain point yeah at a certain point though we have to face the realization that like the world can be dangerous, right? It's not inherently filled with danger and disaster around every corner, but like it can be dangerous. But if your kid is ever going to learn how to navigate that successfully as an adult, they have to try, right? Like there's going to be a lot of trying and failing. And I think personally, there's a lot more value from a human development perspective, from a psychological development perspective in giving your kids the safe and like, like a container to safely fail, you know, like, yeah. I think there's a lot more value in like calling yeah. her aunt and being like, yo, she doesn't want to talk to me. Can you please like, can you be the cool auntie and like fucking check in on her every now and again? Yeah. And like, she probably will call you if she's drunk and in a car before she'll call me. So like, right. can you lay some groundwork with her and make maybe visit right. her, set up a monthly lunch date or something? I don't know. Like, utilizing that support system to create kind of like invisible boundaries (laughs) that your child can fail within to me is a lot more valuable than just like no you're not allowed to you're not allowed to go like that's not right and how is she ever going to become the mature adult you want her to yes if you give her no opportunity giving her room to do that yes that's very true as well I think especially because like from a social perspective I can't imagine that that's going to be good for her 
to, to see her peers leave her behind. And like the reason you're not going is because we think you're a baby. Like, and what do you want her to do? Thanks, if she Mom. wants to go to college, she's out of high school. Yes. You want her to just like get a job because then she'll be stuck at a job mm-hmm. and then she might do that instead of going. You're also risking her not go to college at all. Yeah. It and if you clear. have, I if mean, she has the privilege of getting to go to college, mm-hmm. then it's easier to go if you go right out of high school. Yeah. So. Also too, just like as a person yeah. who like, if I had to go back to college now, being older than everybody else, I like, I wouldn't go. I'm not going. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like so fucking awkward and uncomfortable. And like, granted, at least she's only a year older, but like being yeah. older than your peers and like, can you imagine? She's even younger. No, no, no. But like if she waited and then she had to go, oh, she yeah. would be going to college with the people who yeah. were a year younger than her. Right. Which would be very She'd awkward. be like, I'm a freshman and she's turning 20 this year or yeah. whatever. And then people would be like, uh, OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. this whole cohort that you don't know. That's yeah. not very fun. Yeah. I, I Should think... I read a couple comments? Yes. Sorry. What were you? No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say I think mom is the asshole in this situation. OK. That's my final okay. vote. For... 7.2 thousand upvotes on the first comment and it was posted only four hours ago how does infanta in i can't say this fucking word infantilizing infantilizing thank you her help her learn to be independent how does stifling her help her development you're the asshole and then the person below them said and why isn't she more defended that's usually the parent's job to ensure that the next one with 2.1 thousand upvotes says you're the asshole i have a late birthday as well and i was very naive in high school college is what made me mature into the young adult that i am now what what i can't get over is the way you discuss her calling you and your husband as if it's bothersome Mm -hmm. i call my parents at least two times a day just to hear their voices (laughs) because i love them and i miss them it sounds like you could barely even stand your daughter at this at the rate you're going she's going to apply behind your back and never speak to either of you again and good for her she does whoa wow (laughs) reevaluate your way of thinking and try to have some faith in your child edit for typos that's a lot but that's that's some very severe energy i agree with the overall sentiment but that's a little harsh yeah like also people to that commenter people also don't te- typically listen to your advice if you're mean so yes that's like so right. that's very reddit i feel though the like if your daughter never talked to you again then good because you're terrible like that's literally so calm down okay like we can say yeah. that like in this situation you were the asshole and then also honor that we don't know anything about their relationship right. you know right seriously boy wow okay do right. we want to we've been on for about an hour do you want to do one more yeah if you want to yeah i'm down do you want to do you have another one that you wanted to do i don't or do we you... can look through this oh okay okay we're gonna do one more today you guys yep okay so we just found this one it's called am i the asshole for calling my wife insecure and selfish on our wedding day which hannah when we were talking about this immediately you were like yes <laughs> do we need to even read this one i don't okay. need to know the context so this says i 28 male and my wife 26 female got married last wednesday and the ceremony was amazing my wife was very strict on the fact that no guest is allowed to wear white which is understandable because for for females i hate when men refer to women as females for females because, hmm? sorry go ahead i think i was never mind um, which is understandable because for females, that's considered oh. rude or bad luck at weddings, I think. For females. I thought you said, I thought he was saying we females, which I was like, wait, 
What? No, no, no. <laughs> I got real confused. This okay. man is referring to women I don't, as females. Which I don't is a appreciate red flag, that either. In my opinion, very much feels like somebody reducing someone to their anatomy. For yes. those of you that don't know why that's also weird. like we describe animals as male and female, right. not humans. That's weird. Right. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. Okay. So this says, the reception was going well too until I noticed my wife walking over to the bathroom with her face held in her hands. Obviously, I could tell my wife was upset as we've been together for three years now and I can tell when she's upset. Well, she's literally crying. So. Good for you. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> okay. Um, I rushed across the room telling guests one minute as I hurried by them. Once I got to the bathroom, I knocked on the door and informed my wife that it was me at the door. After a few minutes, I heard the door unlock and open. When I got in, I saw my wife sitting on the floor with mascara running down her cheeks. I asked what was wrong, and she told me that one of our nephews was wearing white jeans and a white bow tie. I immediately thought to myself how she was completely overreacting because he's a six-year-old child and had no idea that you can't wear white to a wedding. I told her that she was overreacting, but in a much nicer way, and I said that she should go enjoy the reception and forget about the whole thing. She eventually texted her sister to come to the bathroom and fix her makeup so she could go back out and have a good night. After a while, I saw her talking to my sister, the mom of our nephew, and I thought she was just making conversation. About an hour later, my sister pulled me aside and berated me for my wife's behavior. She said my wife had asked her and her son to leave unless she had a change of clothes for them. This was far from okay to me, so I asked my wife to talk and explained everything my sister told me. My wife said she was completely in the right for what she asked, and I told her that if she kicks my family out, then I will happily leave too. My wife started crying again. Wait, the, wait, wait, wait. Pause. Sorry. I, I got confused a little bit there. Wait, yeah. the, the husband, the guy writing, yes. said that he threatened to leave? He said to his wife, if you kick my family out, then I'll leave too. Okay. My wife started crying again and saying that this is her day <laughs> and she doesn't want it to be ruined by our nephew. This angered me because I had enough of her ruining our day over something silly. Then I said she was not only selfish, but that she was insanely insecure if she's worried about a six-year-old looking better than her. My wife's been staying with her mother since the wedding, and we haven't spoken once. Her mom reached out to me this morning and said that I need to apologize right away for being, quote, out of line. I really don't believe I'm in the wrong here, so what do you think? Am I the asshole? Well, that turned nuanced that real quick. That was not huh? what I thought it was going to be. Uh, I would say my Oof. best advice for this situation was get your marriage annulled immediately. Because Anna! What the fuck? I No, I stand by that. My God. Okay, why? It's ridiculous. Uh, because they are both absurd because yeah. this is if this is the problem they're having on their wedding day and I am so confused as to the first sentence of that post if I remember correctly was yeah. our wedding day was great yes what Hello? what part of your wedding day was great what are you talking about if that happened on my wedding day that would be the only Ruined. thing I would remember yes what are you talking about it was great it sounded like a disaster mm-hmm. like you said red flag for him calling her like those females like you females <laughs> like to do but yeah. every everybody sucks here okay mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know I what I, I I do get real sensitive about bridezillas or groomzillas whichever it is because you need to understand that when you put on that big of an event and I've never been married you have so you probably understand this better than I do but when you put on that big of an event 
yes, you try to make things as perfect sure. as possible, but something always goes wrong. Yes, you have to things. make room <laughs> for something yeah. going wrong. Yes. And the thought of letting somebody wearing white even I don't care if somebody showed up in a wedding dress. Yeah. The thought of that of you letting that ruin your wedding day. I'm sorry, but that's absurd. You I should think, not go into your wedding day. Like, that's your problem if yes. you let anybody ruin your wedding day. So, like, I will say I think there's one exception to this. If the groom's mother shows up wearing a white dress, that's a wedding day ruiner for me. Like, okay. that, to me, I'm like, fair. I would be fucking mad if, like, the groom's mom shows up wearing white and is doing the, like, emotional incest thing of, like, it's my day, too. Like, ew. You know what I'm saying? That's gross, but still, it's still on them for doing, for acting that yes, way. Yes, but the, I think the reason that that's like an exception in my brain is because it's not necessarily the responsibility of guests to be like making your day perfect, but when it's somebody yeah. that's like close to the groom, um, yeah. then it's like they the groom's job to show up for you and advocate for you and your marriage now and say like that's not okay right like you need to have you heard of a situation where the groom's mom showed up in white that's all the time hannah really oh yeah yes exactly and usually what happens is is the groom will be like oh she didn't mean it like that it's ivory it's fine i don't know what she's overreacting about but I don't disagree with you necessarily because can confirm it does not matter how much you try to plan your wedding day. Uh, shit is going to go wrong. And like there's nothing that you can do about it. You know, yeah. like you can like, cancel why? the whole wedding, I guess. But like at that point, you're just punishing yourself. And you're really going to go crying into a bathroom because a child wore a piece of white clothing on your if. OK, the hard part about Am I the Asshole is that it's one person's perspective. Yes. Mm-hmm. For all we know, like what if somebody came up to her and told her that she looked ugly or something on her fucking wedding day and yeah. she didn't tell him that part or yeah. like and or, or like, from his point of view he's just emitting a lot of details mm-hmm. so we are taking this at face value based on what yes. he said to be because the other thing that i have questions about is what the relationship is like between the groom's sister and the bride um because it was the groom's uh-huh. sister's kid right it was his that nephew. was the mom yes yeah and so i could see someone having that reaction if she has beef with his sister Mm -hmm. right like if they've had a very contentious relationship and she just felt very unsupported by the groom's sister and then all of a sudden her kid shows up wearing white i'd be like you stupid bitch like you did that on purpose like you dressed your fucking kid in white just to spite me and i i would be fucking salty about it i don't know that i would have that pronounced of a reaction but like everybody has didn't she specifically didn't they say she specifically asked people not to wear white? Like that was very important to her. Yes. So she asked the guests to make sure not to wear white. I didn't know you needed to tell people that. I thought that went without saying. <laughs> I thought that so was too. normal etiquette for a wedding yes. to not show up in like white, but Same. like whatever. Um, but that's that's a really good point. Like what if behind the scenes, the her sister-in-law and the bride were like, what if the sister-in-law is really mean to the bride and she like was being passive aggressive yeah. and dressed her son in white because mm-hmm. she knew it would piss her off. Yes. But she also knew it wouldn't be so far that she could prove yes. that she was pissing her off. Because she's not wearing white. Her kid is wearing, wearing white. Because she's not wearing white. So she could just 
she could play dumb and say, yes. oh, that's what he wanted to wear. Oh, yeah. we didn't know it was for the boys. Oh, yeah. we, you know, you could have a million, but yeah, she would know exactly. it would still piss off the bride. And maybe there was all that going on behind the scenes and the groom is just taking it at face value and he's a yes. socialite, socialized as common. a man yeah. in that way that like they don't understand like yeah. complex. The other thing emotion. too that sticks out to me is that oh, I feel like he could sticky. have... He could have saved this situation if he had just been validating, right? If he, That's, when he had gone yeah. into the bathroom and been like, I know, baby, I'm really sorry. Like, I don't know what the fuck yes. is wrong with her. Like, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know why the kid's wearing white. Like, I know it was really important to you and I'm really sorry. Like, take your time. I'm going to grab your sister, right? Like, she's going to fix your makeup. We're going to have a great day. I'll go talk to her. Yep. I'll just let her know, hey, this was not okay. You hurt her feelings. And like, I'll handle it, Right. We but could let's have talk, saved but this day. I'll talk so about it with her later. Yeah. Yes, like we yeah. won't make a I big to, scene at the wedding. Yes. I'll I give her a heads up. There's a problem. together. But like I'll talk to Hard her. Agree. Don't worry about it. You know. But instead he was like you're being a baby. Quit crying. Get back out there. <laughs> like it's not yeah. a softball game sir. Like what. Well at first he was like. I mean, okay, to be fair, remember, not everybody's a therapist either, so they don't always know <laughs> sure. great ways to handle stuff. Sure. I do agree with you that, like, some version of that is, like, basic mm-hmm. human decency and basic supportive partner. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you. I do think that when he went in at first, it was almost good. Like, he was almost, like, he was, he was like, sympathetic, at least. Maybe not empathetic, but he was, like, he, I know in his head he said that he she was overreacting, but at yeah. first he was, like you know tried to say yeah trying to like like uh salvage the situation yeah but i 1000 percent agree that like if he if she felt like she had somebody on her side even if it wasn't apparent to everybody else yes if they could go home and um they could she could be like yeah i'm still really upset about that i feel like she did it on purpose yada yada yeah it seems yeah yeah i i yeah I, think I also, hard agree like, with I your assessment saying, because like, yes, not everybody's going to have like the language for that necessarily, but like I would be willing to bet based on the way that he described it, that he probably went in with some insinuation that you're overreacting that she this, was overreacting which doesn't make it better if anything no. that makes people feel worse and makes their Correct. emotional reaction even more pronounced because then yes. they're like i'm right right like i'm allowed to be upset yes. about this i know that i'm right and i would not yeah. be surprised if that is why she ended up trying to read the sister of the riot act after she got out of the bathroom because i uh-huh. bet you that her sister also probably came in there and hyped her up a whole bunch about how like your husband's a fucking idiot and like didn't uh-huh. like you're not overreacting and then we're doing this. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. If he had just uh-huh. honored that, said like, Correct. no, no, like this sucks, yeah. but like we'll deal with it later. I want to have a good day with you. Like let's just. Yeah. I don't want to make a scene at the wedding, but yeah. I I assure you I will defend you and I will. Yes. Like, or like, you know, I'm on your side. Even all, if it was just as simple all, as like. Even if, you know. Right. Yeah. You're right. Like that's stupid. And I'm on your side and I, I get it. Like you're upset. But also I don't want to ruin our day over it. You know, like I want to have a good day with you. So let's just. Yeah. So after all that, you still don't think they should get their marriage annulled? No. You think that's too harsh? Yes. I Okay, so here's the thing. I, I think this is this sounds toxic all around for me. But the thing I'm just like the thing I don't that understand my buttons the most about Reddit though is that yeah. in every comment section about any relationship ever, if you like relationship advice, this yeah. subreddit, like the 
number one piece of advice that people give for like am i the asshole or like relationship advice things is like get a Dump divorce him. break up yeah with <laughs> like hello <laughs> which like is so much easier to say than it is to do first of all um but also you know nothing about their lives <laughs> like people on yeah. reddit like really die on this hill like they are so aggressive and like mean about it like people yeah. will say i guarantee you there's probably comments on this post about how like if he treated you this way on the, on your wedding day he'll never get better he's a narcissist he's a psychopath break up mm -hmm. with him get a divorce and like wow you know what i'm saying like those people who commented on the, the post about the mom being like if she never talks to you again good <laughs> like yeah okay but i do feel Calm like down. there's a lot of red flags on this guy i don't disagree but also i like, feel like if she wants to be married to him she wants to be married to him yeah i feel yeah and i mean for me though i just i can't speak on it too much because i just don't know what she i don't i would love to know her side of the story same yes. i would love for her to make and am I the asshole post about the same thing and um, yeah. have her explain the details and what was going on in her head and stuff. Agreed. When this happened, because I am also of the mind of like, do I think she overreacted? If, if it, it was face value and it was just someone wearing white, say the sister was not being passive aggressive. Yeah. Is that an overreaction for somebody wearing white? Absolutely. Like, bit. yes. And like we said, you need to make room for, for faux pas and for bad shit to happen and mistakes yes. to happen at your wedding or you're going to be yeah. disappointed. But I'm also very much of the mindset that weddings are, and I just love weddings too, but Same. I do think weddings are like, uh, again, if it's a, if it's a heterosexual heteronormative wedding, I'm very much of like, yeah, the bride should get pampered and get everything she wants and yeah. everything like that, you know? Yeah. And um, I guess, and I'm also saying this, one of my friends is, getting married in September and we're going to her bachelorette party next weekend. Yeah. We're going out for a weekend and I'm helping plan and buy stuff for the bachelorette Cute. party. And we're just like all the girls, we're just all so like we're paying for everything for her and we just want things to be so fun for her. Mm -hmm. We want her to like, that's all we care about is her having like a special weekend special and time. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her maid of honor lives across the country. So we, so can't, help yeah. like you guys are like yeah. helping to so anyway in. sorry not to digress but like I am very much like I do understand that like you get to be high maintenance for your wedding like you also yeah, get sure. to be more high maintenance like you need to have reasonable expectations but yeah mm -hmm. it is your day like you should have yeah. reasonable uh expectations but still you should get pampered and yeah it's a really really dick move to go to to do something the bride specifically not asks you not to do yeah. Yeah. I, I personally like I'm of the mind that like weddings are like sacred, you know, I know that sounds sort of mm -hmm. cheesy, but like a wedding is a special day. And also they're very yeah. expensive, you know, yeah. like it really is not yeah. a lot of skin off your back to wear what they ask you to wear, to be respectful, right. to try to like keep it in your pants for the day so that the bride and groom behave have yourself. a nice day. Yeah. Um, right. I like I just don't understand the like we are blatantly wearing white thing and like I guess it's different because it is a kid and it's a boy but like still like I, I can't like, believe it I wasn't passive like aggressive you would <laughs> like, have to look for an outfit like that right like yeah white jeans I and I've a not... matching bow tie she said matching bow tie like like 
where are you finding a white bow tie for a child before you're finding a black one? Right. You know I am very suspicious <laughs> of That's the sister-in-law from me, and um, yes, that is as well for me. But too. yeah, I don't and disagree with you. I think. Though. I think if you had this person as a client, like the bride as a client in a therapy session, I think the first question a therapist would ask would be, okay, it wasn't actually the white outfit. What is go like, what is deeper? Like what is actually bothering you about that? And Mm -hmm. I think that would roll into her relationship with their sister-in-law, not feeling like she has a real partner on her side, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. So, okay, fine. Well, if they don't get their marriage annulled, they should definitely consider couples therapy and see if they could, because obviously you've been together three years and you're already being really unsupportive and like on your family side. And I also am very much of the... Uh, idea that once you marry somebody, they're your and they're your primary partner. Like again, excluding people that if they're if they're polyamorous and they have equal partners, but even sure, then, sure, sure. Yeah. your nesting partner, like you have to put them. I think that parents should put each other above their kids yes. in a lot of ways, not above their safety, but above. No. Uh, but they should be. Kids a cannot priority. be happy without happy parents, yes. and I think your relationship needs to come first. Mm-hmm. And I think it should be ahead of your 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 origin family too too. like it's weird which historically cishet men have a difficult time with you know yeah they're not particularly validating of when their family is mean to their partner right and they usually have the tendency to do the you're overreacting it's not that big of a deal Uh, thing which if that's like well she's my mom yes like what do you want me to do what do you yeah. want me to do if that's been and going on like, for any length of time i'm not surprised at all that she flipped her lid on her wedding day because it was probably like this is the one fucking day that i can control right. and you people exactly. are like and trying to wrestle can't. it out of my hands yeah right i think so too which is so sad they should have done a little therapy before the wedding yes. yeah. <laughs> i think um, yeah and that's just so i think, I think that's like in everybody sucks here for me sad i do think everybody sucks but i would love to know the bride's point of view on this yes all right let's look at the i'd love to know the point of view on everybody's the top comment the top comment says not the asshole jesus (gasps) it's a six-year-old in a bow tie did she think people would confuse him for the bride is she three feet tall and she was wearing a bow tie she was insecure and selfish it wasn't her day it was both of your day and she ruined it by throwing a tantrum (sighs) Take a good look at how she handles conflict as this is going to be your marriage. Doesn't doesn't like your response. Throws everything out of proportion and runs to mommy. It's nearly enough for an annulment. Think about it. See, what did I say? <laughs> okay, what well, that makes me look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like also people are misunderstanding like the point of asking people to not wear white. Like, yes, obviously for yeah. the other adult women at the wedding, it's Guaranteed. disrespectful because, like, you don't want to look like the bride. But also, right. it's just about honoring somebody's wishes for a day right. that's important to them. That's them. And Again, they're paying for your dinner that night. It's Like, not if that somebody difficult. bought me dinner, I would wear what they wanted yes, to, that's too. what I'm saying. I also, guarantee if, that was a if man. They, if they have treasured you and, and cared for you enough to invite you into a very special moment in their life, the very least that you can do is put some fucking appropriate clothes on. In my opinion, like I think he's right. It is both of their days. It's supposed to be a special day for both of them. Agreed. And and (laughs) when one partner is having a really bad time, that should affect the other partner. Right. This is like the food thing again. Like if your partner is unhappy, that should be enough for you to like care to validate them and want to do something about it. You know, but like 
this man really seemed content to be like dry your eyes let's go dance bitch like that's just like really (laughs) uncaring in my opinion I think if you scroll through the comments, I do want to read a couple more comments to uh, to confirm my uh, hypothesis. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people are going to say not the asshole in this situation because of the bride's uh, perceived overreaction. Yes. Where I think a lot of people probably aren't thinking it through the way we are, where yeah. what else is going on there? It's obviously not really about white pants. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people are going to say that. So yes. would you scroll through a few more and... Yes, I'm looking at the other top comments. So the top one says not the asshole. The next top comment has 2.4 thousand upvotes. It says not the asshole. Her reaction was really extreme and I can't make sense of what that child was wearing even why what that child was wearing even matters. You do not owe her an apology and apologizing when she was that out of line is setting the tone for the rest of the marriage. Wow. Yeah. See, that's funny that I think everybody owes everyone an apology here. Yeah, I was going to say, like, there might be red flags there if yes, if she really was overreacting just about white pants. But he has red flags, too. Like, I do think it's over the line that she tried to tell them to leave. That's fucked up. Yeah. Right. But it's also over the line that he was like, then I'm going to fucking leave. Like, (laughs) hello. This is like so... Yeah, I think this, for me, firmly, this is an everybody sucks here. Um, the me next too. top comment says, can you get an annulment? Surely it's not too late. She's crazy for being so insecure about a six-year-old boy wearing white jeans and a bow tie at his uncle's wedding. How in the slightest is that taking away from the bride? I feel like such a jackass for saying <laughs> they should get annulment now. This is my, my initial takes are never good, apparently, is what we're learning from Am I the Assholes. I think, I think it's like the Reddit thing. Like when you're on Reddit, it's I like think this so too. cultural thing where like people yeah. jump to that. And like to me, it, it just it's it a psychological my, phenom. Yeah, yeah. Not the asshole. I would be upset too. It's not just her day. It's yours too. And there's no reason she should try to kick out a six-year-old nephew because he had white jeans on pretty sure she didn't have to compete with a six-year-old boy yeah i feel like people are getting really hung up on the like kicking the family out thing which like to be clear right. is a vast overreaction and is really disrespectful right. but also like there was a lot of lead up to that point that like to me indicates that everyone here sucks yeah i don't understand why nobody is commenting on the fact that he literally threatened to leave his bride at a at their wedding <laughs> that's what i'm fucking like, saying <laughs> nobody's concerned about that that doesn't seem like a red flag to anybody apparently that seems like a red flag to me he's already not taking her side and assuming like i you can think somebody's wrong and still be on their side like i think i need to said from the beginning that he thought she was overreacting before he even knew what was going on right that's a side so like right right and you can Um, still support somebody without agreeing with them one of the next top comments though says uh, info do the parents of the nephew like to push the limits on the rules in other words is this a one-off or is this a habit um good, good. no Thank response you. from op on that question huh. he's responded to every other top comment saying everyone else thank you so much this was so helpful thank you thank you i agree with you because you're validating it, of course one, no. yeah yeah. yeah another another comment info do your wife and your sister have issues with each other and then <laughs> comment thank underneath you. that says the fact that he hasn't responded to this lets me know that the sister has indeed been having issues with wife and this was her way of sticking her wife and her husband, sticking it to her wife and husband Thank thinks you. wife should just shut up about it. Yep. See? 
Okay, yeah, so we're not yeah. the only ones then, that thought of that. The that comment underneath it says everyone sucks here. Why would your sister dress yeah. her son in white knowing it's not acceptable? Does she dislike your wife? On the surface, yeah. your wife is unreasonable and overreacted. It's a male child, not a woman in a white dress. However, if she's used to crap from your sister, then her reaction would make more sense as she would know that this was deliberate act, a deliberate act by your sister. You didn't de- you. deal well with the situation either. Thank you. Okay, I'm glad we're not the only ones. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, and then there's okay. another comment that says because a six, it's like quoting from the post because a six year old child had no idea that he couldn't wear white to a wedding. And they commented his parents did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I highly doubt that he went and was like, I want to wear white. Literally. And I he did, highly doubt. It's really not that difficult to be like kid would rather no. wear a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle costume to a wedding. Like, what? What a nice opportunity to educate kids about how some days are special and you have to wear special clothes. So we're picking you special clothes that just aren't white. Sometimes I just hate people. Also, what parent in their right mind is choosing to dress their kid in white for fucking fun? It's a wedding. They're going to get covered in cake and They're going to get covered in food. You cannot convince Uh me that a parent chose to dress their kid in white just for the fun of it. Uh Because everybody knows that that kid's going to be disgusting by the end of the day. Agreed. Yeah. That was intentional. I'm telling you right I now. I think so too. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> smells like bullshit to me. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the top comments were other whites is that males. What is Men. surprise? Sorry. I should I should call them males if males. I don't want them to call us females. <laughs> um, yeah. That one's a yuck. All right. I think that's a good place well, to wrap it up. Well, this was fun. This was fun. What are you going to have for dinner tonight? It's four fifty. I, I want to know. I know nothing except for fine dining in Baldur's Gate, so I'm not really sure. What does that mean? <laughs> it's a SpongeBob joke. There's there's an episode of SpongeBob where they're turning the Krusty Krab into a fine dining establishment, and SpongeBob has to be a server, and he's really nervous about it. So he uh-huh. tries reading these books, and they like tell him. You have to clear your mind of everything except for fine dining and breathing. Um, and so he forgets how to like do something and then his like brain catches I on fire. This episode. Yeah. Yes. Aaron and I say that all the time. And <laughs> then he's like anything. robotic because he yes. literally cleared his, his like he his took little brain stem literally. just like <laughs> snaps. <laughs> yeah, so that's me. I know nothing Memory except unlocked. for Thank fine you. dining in Baldur's Gate. I have no thoughts except for Baldur's Gate and like breathing. What is Baldur's Gate? Baldur's Gate, the video game that I'm obsessed with, Hannah. Oh, right, 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 right. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I just wanted to see if you had a plan because I think I'm going to go. I just discovered I'm allergic to fin fish, you know, so I have been I've always made sushi at home, but I just found a restaurant and I've been getting because I can eat shrimp. So I got a bunch of their shrimp sushi the other night and I like yeah. took a little bite and tested it to make sure yeah. that it wasn't cross contaminated and that there was and I it was fine. So now I'm going to go spend $50 on sushi. That sounds delicious. Aaron and I shrimp have been making sushi. this salad that's like a California roll salad or like sushi salad where it's basically all that the stuff that you delicious. would put inside of a sushi roll, but you put it uh, just in a salad with like rice and other toppings and stuff. And it's, it's like a nori bowl kind of. Yes. Yeah. There's like greens in there and then we crumple up some seaweed and like this week we put ahi tuna in there. We like seared some ahi tuna and chucked that in there. It was so good. Now I really want that for dinner, but. That's what I you think, should make for dinner. I think, well, I don't have any more 
fucking tuna. It's it's kind of expensive. Oh. <laughs> also, I live in Arizona, I so finding good quality. did not go grocery shopping. So all I have is this week is girl dinner, and I've been eating out a lot this week. Yes. Yeah, I feel <laughs> if I'm that. not eating out, I'm doing girl dinner. Erin so. um, and I have been doing this thing where we buy a month's worth of groceries at a time instead of going once a week, which has been great, except that we're like at the tail end because it's been like seven weeks. We bought an initial haul at Costco that's lasted like seven weeks, but now we're kind of running out of food a little. So Some of the food doesn't go bad? A lot of it's freezer stuff. Um, and we do oh. still we do still make a trip to like a Sprouts or like there's this local bakery that we've been going to to get like bread and stuff. Yeah, um, But gotcha. we'll buy like one or two things here or there instead of doing like a weekly grocery shop. Gotcha. So like produce and stuff we still buy yeah. mostly fresh. But the stuff that goes bad in a few days. Yeah. yeah. But... Or we buy it oh, from man. Misfits, like the imperfect groceries thing because they yeah. deliver it to your door and it's so nice. Oh, so. that is nice. That is such a but, cool concept, but I would just waste all that food because I am not because I'm a single person. Ooh, like, Actually, yeah, I just remembered I have beets in my fridge. I have beets and a honey nut squash. I'll probably make roasted vegetables for dinner then because those are going to go bad. What do you mean, ew? I don't like squash. <laughs> I, it's delicious. I don't like squash or zucchini or uh, eggplant, anything like that. It's the texture. I don't. Mushrooms. Mm -mm. Okay. So here's the thing, though. I feel like I'm not a fair. I told you I was a picky eater. Well, I feel like I'm not a fair judge of this, though, because I'm allergic to everything. So if there are foods that I can eat, then I'm like all about it, bitch. What do you mean you're allergic to everything? Since when? You've never told me this. Yeah. I'm allergic to bananas. I'm allergic to avocados. I'm allergic to like most fruits like um, kiwi. Like anaphylactic? Like do you carry EpiPens? No, no, it's not. I've never had an anaphylactic reaction, but like the doctor said it's possible um, because my mouth like swells and I get like like, um, blisters and stuff. That's so that sounds like an anaphylactic start because it gets worse yeah. every time. Yes. Yeah. So like I'm allergic Mickey. to avocados and bananas and pineapples and kiwis and papaya. I'm allergic to walnuts. I'm allergic to so many things. It's like a cluster of allergies. There's like like a I'm sure because I'm also like allergic a family to of. Yeah. If you're allergic yeah, to latex, sounds... you're like more predisposed to be allergic to other things. So that's. Yeah, that's my life. So um, if, if maybe I can you should get eat some stuff, EpiPens. Now I'm concerned about you. Babe, we live in America. Where do you think I'm getting money for an EpiPen? <laughs> <laughs> Monetize this podcast, everybody, and I'll buy an EpiPen. How about that? <laughs> um, okay. To be fair, though, GoodRx yeah. does usually have some really good deals oh. on EpiPens because I do have to buy EpiPens every year. Interesting. And I can usually get two for about like a hundred and hundred or hundred and fifty dollars. I know oh, that's, that's still bad. absurd. Yeah. But without it, like it's six hundred dollars. So yeah. I know that's uh, crazy that we're like, wow, a hundred dollars, what a good deal. I know, <laughs> seriously. But um oh, to but America. that just makes me a little nervous that you're allergic to so many things and well, you're uh, What are you gonna do? Um, what are you gonna do? But yeah, so All if, right. if there are fruits and vegetables that I can eat, then I love them. So I'm a squash yes. girly. Yes. That's do you like ratatouille? Yes. If it's Italian food, I love it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's a lot of vegetables for my taste, mm-hmm. but To be fair, I was a vegetarian <laughs> for like twelve years too, so that's probably a part of it. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. I love vegetables. 
All right, so much stop boring you guys about. with my dietary restrictions. Yeah, let's stop. I know. Uh, thank it's you guys for being here. my fault because I'm hungry. No, you're fine. I love you all the most. Um, Hannah and I are so thankful that you guys are here. We sure are. Yes. And we'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. the video. Don't forget to reviews. like the video and subscribe and stuff. Have And yeah, I was going to say have a good weekend, but people get this on Tuesday. So I'm going to say have a good rest of yeah. your week. We hope you're having a good one wherever you yes are. exactly <laughs> all right all right bye bye everybody bye